0: This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin, with support from New Zealand On the Air. Good morning and welcome to Sober Yoga with Kate Bendall. This is a show that we talk about drinking, problem drinking and how yoga can help navigate this area which can be quite tricky if you find yourself caught up in this drinking perhaps more than you feel you would like to. So this is a show for you if you drink a little bit too much every now and then. It's also a show for you if you drink way too much a lot of the time. So my name's Kate Bendel. I'm a yoga teacher, and I am someone who has a personal history with alcohol addiction. I found yoga to be a very helpful pathway out of my addiction I didn't use it just on its own I used a few other tools as well but I it has maintained my sobriety for over 20 years now completely easily so hopefully in this show you might find something that's helpful either for yourself or for somebody that you care about who perhaps is drinking more than is healthy for them so during the show, there's a couple of words that I avoid using from personal choice. I, I don't use the word alcoholic. I find it an unhelpful label. However, if it's uh, something that you identify with and it's something positive for you, yes, this this show is for you. I am talking to you. And equally, although I'm mainly talking about alcohol because that's my personal history, there's many other substances and behaviours even that you could substitute for alcohol. It's the process of addiction, really, that I'm talking about and how yoga can intervene with that process and be a really helpful, powerful tool to turn that process around so stay with me if you want to hear a wee bit about what we're going to talk about today is some of the major states the emotional difficulties and states that come in this kind of package of addiction they're sometimes things that push people into using substances in an addictive way or sometimes, unfortunately, they are the consequence of the addiction themselves. So what I'm going to be talking about today is anxiety, exhaustion, insomnia, stress, depression and fear. That's not a a basket full of happy things, is it? So what I want to talk about this morning is how these things are tied up in the addictive process and more importantly perhaps is how yoga can and does have a solution for all of these things. So if you have ever drunk too much or used too much recreational drugs or even gambling or internet, you will be familiar with that sense of once having satisfaction and reward and a good result from that particular behaviour. Like for most of us when we start something, whether it's drinking or smoking, there's a positive kind of experience that we get from it. It fulfills a need. However, that often changes over time. and It's no longer fulfilling the need and it becomes a problem. Often before we're kind of conscious, there's a line that we cross unknowingly usually. And it's often not until we're well on the other side of that line of kind of safety and moderate use that we realise that we've got ourselves into a sticky situation. Some people that takes years, other people it happens quite hard and fast. But at the heart of most addiction, there lies a fundamental experience. And that is that we're using something outside of ourselves to try to alter our state. So whether that's a glass of wine that you pick up when you come home from work or to to relax and de-stress or going out on the back porch to have a cigarette after you've just had an argument with your partner or taking some kind of recreational dr- drugs before you go out to have a good night on the town and party hard all of them, it's like we, we're hoping to alter our state. And to some extent, often, especially in the beginning, it works. We, we find the thing that gives us the result that we want. And in some ways you can l- look back possibly over your own experience. Most of us in our lifetime have tried many many potentially addictive substances and some kind of don't work for us and we just drop them and move on. Other ones give us a desired effect and we, we lean into those. We start adding them to our toolbox of learning to cope with life or learning to kind of make adjustments to how we feel. And some people manage to do this in a, f- a reasonably okay way, like that it doesn't ever cross the line and get out of control. There are definitely people out there, you may know them and be envious of some of them even, who can socially drink. And it works for them. And it's a lubricant, a social lubricant, and there's never really any negative effect for them. And, and it doesn't slip over into addiction. Whereas there's some of us, and probably if you're listening to this radio show, you might be one of them, that initially maybe it worked in that way, but some, somehow, somewhere, it has now become problematic. So I know for for me what happened with drinking is I didn't realise it at the time, but I was definitely using it to alter my state. I was young, and like most teenagers, I suspect, I was highly self-conscious. So my level of social anxiety was quite high. I wouldn't have called it that at that stage, but, you know, I felt nervous and incredibly self-conscious and uncomfortable around people, particularly in a kind of a social scene. So when I discovered that sculling glasses of wine helped me relax, it was like I'd found the magic bullet. Because it did. It really helped me in that social situation. So I had unconsciously stumbled across the solution to my problem Really unconsciously, I wouldn't have known it was that, and I didn't use those words, but so of course, I started to rely on that because it worked. it gave me the effect that I wanted. but I began to rely on it a lot, as often people do, and it soon crossed a line from just using it in that situation it it crossed that line quickly for me but it doesn't for other people necessarily so I was using alcohol to manage my own anxiety so later in life when it was time for me to stop drinking and that's a whole other story and that didn't happen just in one click of the fingers but when I did find a way to become long-term sustainably sober yoga is what helped me then learn how to deal with my anxiety because the anxiety hadn't gone away all those years of drinking i was just using alcohol to mask my anxiety so getting sober it was like wow the anxiety was right there actually in the forefront and this is the same with many people I work with, there are anxiety issues. Yoga is fantastic at dealing with anxiety because it helps to remember or to know, it might be the first time you've heard this, yoga is a path, a process of actually dealing with the mind. Calming and stilling the mind is the fundamental goal of yoga. And there's kind of spiritual reasons why we want to do that. But we all know anxiety, it's a thought-based experience. So there's some racing thoughts that then affect your physiology. You get a racing heartbeat and your breath changes. Yoga has many tools to deal with anxiety. So it can either come in and teach particular breathing techniques which will change change your state of arousal so you can down-regulate yourself. It also has techniques which will go directly working with the actual thought itself, like using meditation or mantra to affect the mind directly. And of course, in yoga, we also use the body for um, asana, we call it in yoga, and if you use your body in the right way if you connect it with your breath and your mind it has a very stilling influence on the mind so if you are doing yoga in a way that is holistic it will directly address your anxiety and you can learn as i learned and as i teach there's many, many takeaway little habits that you can do during your life that can help you master your anxiety. Doesn't mean that you will wipe it out of your life forever. It's a pattern. Yoga is all about changing patterns. But you definitely can learn ways to minimize the negative effect that anxiety has in your life. And that's a pretty crucial step if you're someone who has used alcohol in the past or is using it currently to deal with anxiety. It's important to find a tool in your process of recovery or reducing alcohol consumption. You're going to want to address the underlying anxiety if that's you. Another reason that some people turn to alcohol use slash abuse is to deal with burnout and exhaustion. So many people I know are overcommitted; they've got too many things on in life: working, family, teenagers, elderly parents are looking after. It's like we have fairly unrealistic expectations of ourselves in this moment in history. And the price is often people finding themselves in a completely depleted state. So alcohol can temporarily feel like it's filling you up. So like you're coming home from work and you're just shattered. And unfortunately, this is a fairly common experience. Coming in at the end of the day, shattered from work and also knowing that it's about you have to face the getting dinner for your family and looking after your family for a while. And a glass of wine for many, I'll be slightly gendered here, for many women can be that that just filling me up with a little bit more energy. So unfortunately it adds to the depletion long term like if you think of what's nourishing and sustaining alcohol isn't in there it's just not a nourishing thing I understand why we do it and it kinda makes sense in the moment but it's not a good long term plan whereas yoga is so full full to the brim of practices that bring nourishment and stability and ease to the system so if you're using alcohol because you're depleted and exhausted and burnt out I would urge you and encourage you to start looking into some yoga practices and don't be mistaken to think that you have to do some hardcore kind of yoga that you may have seen on the internet there are some young people out there who really thrive and really benefit from a hardcore yoga practice that they're sweating and doing amazing things with their body most of us don't fit into that category and will be better off finding some of the more subtle gentle practices of yoga of which there are hundreds to bring nourishment so whether it's a breath practice a chanting practice a meditation practice a gentle asana practice Keep looking until you find one that is gentle and you feel that it's filling your cup. So fill your cup with yoga, not alcohol. Another reason that um, some of the people I have worked with in the past have used alcohol is that really gnarly issue of insomnia. Now if you're someone who's ever suffered from insomnia, you know how it can be a really deb- debilitating issue to face and again sometimes a few glasses or more than a few glasses of alcohol at night can help wind down and kind of knock you out almost into sleep you probably also know what usually happens is that dreaded 3am waking up with pounding heart anxious thoughts, dry mouth, and just feeling like death. It is a temporary solution, but it's definitely not a long-term solution. Alcohol really disrupts sleep. And in yoga and its sister science, Ayurveda, sleep is really revered. It's considered one of the essential pillars of good health. So what that means is within the philosophy and the toolbox of yoga, again, there are so many practices that you can be doing that specifically help rebuild a pattern of good, wholesome sleep. Some of those might be lifestyle habits that you need to look at. Some of them might be dietary habits. Some of them are practical, again, breathing tools or mantra or ritual. There's many tools to choose from. And, again, I urge you to reach out. Um, There's probably a fair bit of information on the Internet, but also sometimes a personal consultation with a yoga teacher can help um, so if you've just tuned in now you're listening to sober yoga with Kate Bendel a yoga teacher a yoga practitioner who used yoga to help me gain long-term sustainable happy happy sobriety and if you're someone who's in that stage of really wanting to stop but also thinking oh my life is going to be so dull and so awful without it I can tell you with absolute authenticity I used to be like that I couldn't imagine well when I did imagine life without alcohol it was like the worst life you could picture I thought that will be so boring nothing could be further than the truth I don't miss alcohol i don't crave it i don't seek it i never ever even think about it except when i'm working with other people so it is possible to move on into a great life and not have alcohol there and it's yoga that has helped me do that now another reason that people use alcohol or get stuck in the misuse of alcohol is this great topic of stress. Now stress is such a biggie. I'm going to do a couple of shows just about stress, but broadly speaking, stress is part of life and we need to learn to deal with it. You cannot create a life that has no stress in it. But what you can do through yoga is you can learn so many different ways to modulate and control your own system yoga is a system of self-empowerment you can learn how to move yourself from the sympathetic nervous system which you've probably heard of which is this fight flight kind of adrenaline heavy cortisol heavy stress response that so many of us are going around daily life in, you can learn to switch into the parasympathetic nervous system. So basically you can learn through the breath, through movement, through mantra, through sound, you can learn to be in charge of your own inner state, that you don't need to be looking outward for something that's going to make you feel better. That the processes of yoga, first and foremost, they teach you how to turn inward because the answers to anxiety, exhaustion, insomnia, stress, depression, and fear don't lie outside of you, they lie within you. So, yoga is a way of learning. To listen to understand and then tweak your own system it's very empowering so the other one I too I wanted to touch on was depression some depression and alcohol abuse are intimate bed mates and sometimes the chicken and the egg you never know which ones come first alcohol actually is a depressant So we we feel kind of initially what might feel like um, inhibitions loosen off and we feel what can feel like we're relaxed and easy with everything. But it's a depression. Depressant, your whole system is going into a depressant state. So yoga has lots of tools to help bring lightness, brightness, energy, and positivity back into the system. And the last one that I said I'd cover, I'll do fairly quickly as we're coming up, is um, fear. When we face the opportunity to be honest and think, yes, I want to drink less, or I want to drink not at all, fear will come up it's a transition it's a change we as humans we like security we're hardwired to do the same things and stay safe so when you want to make a change fear is part of it and fear is a pretty tricky number to deal with So yoga can be a very supportive path or a a container, depends how you view it, to learn how to hold fear, how to deal with your own fear. Because again, nobody can do this for you, nobody can do that from the outside. There's no magic anti-fear pill. But yoga as a long-term path has certainly taught me, that's probably one of the biggest things, is how to cope and manage my own fear. It came up hugely initially when I made the transition from drinking to non-drinking, but it's also come up during my normal life. Fear is a part of life, and yoga has some beautiful ways, traditional ways of connecting with faith, and that's a non-religious idea and it also has practical tools for how to for, to hold the body and the breath and the mind steady when you feel like you're being shaken by fear because fear does have quite an energy behind it so I hope that's some things of interest there for you also my I'm very ready and willing to cover topics that you are interested in. So my website is all one word org, and on there you'll see there's a couple of free resources. There's um, a Yoga Nidra you can listen to and download but also there's a way to get hold of me if you would like to suggest anything that I talk about on the show. And equally, I do work one-on-one with people who are wanting to develop a yoga practice or find the right practice for them, whether you've already stopped drinking or whether you're warming up to to the idea. Yoga can go very well with other modes, like if you're getting counseling or if you're attending 12-step like AA yoga can be a great complement and equally for some people who just don't resonate with the 12 step process of recovery yoga is strong enough to be used as a standalone process of recovery as well so thanks for spending time with me this morning and I look forward to our next session in a couple of weeks